0: Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So, in today's episode, I've got something very special for you. As you know, my next book, How to Get Your Shit Together, is finally out and available as a paperback, ebook, and audio book. So, what I like to do is with everything I write is basically release it all for free. So, this is the first chapter that I'm going to share with you. And if you stay subscribed to the podcast or to my email list and that sort of stuff, you'll be able to get every chapter directly to your inbox or to your podcast app. This first chapter is called Become Present State Aware, and it forms part of the subsection of the book that's called Overcome Anxiety. Basically, present state awareness is the idea that you should focus on your senses, because if you focus on your senses, it gets you out of that rumination and that anxiety pattern and into the present moment. So the basic summary is this. If you're anxious, if you're feeling stressed, if you're ruminating, Become present state aware by focusing on what you can see, hear, touch, taste, and smell. So, I'm going to play the chapter for you, and at the end, if you're interested, I'll let you know how you can grab yourself a copy of the book, and the other ways that you can support the podcast. Check it out, let me know what you think. Thank you. Chapter 1.1. Become present state aware. Do not stay in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate on the present moment. Buddha The first time that I had a panic attack, I thought I was going to die. I was driving through an unfamiliar part of the city during peak hour on the way home from the airport. My GPS had taken me down a series of tight back roads, the kind that are barely wide enough to fit one car, yet expected to handle two-way traffic and park cars beside them. I was on edge, but still coping with the drive. That was until a garbage truck decided to begin its operations up ahead. There was no exact triggering moment, just a quick, overwhelming onslaught of symptoms. Tight chest, sweating, heart palpitations, racing thoughts, and feelings of impending doom. At first I attempted to ignore it, hoping it would go away on its own. These symptoms intensified as I became more and more alarmed about them. I fell into a full-blown panic attack spiral. As soon as possible, I entered an empty parking lot, got out of the car, and collapsed onto all fours to regain my breath. I quickly got back into the car, reclined my seat, and rested. It took at least an hour to feel comfortable enough to drive again. It was one of the scariest moments of my life. Panic attacks are part of my generalised anxiety disorder symptomology. During my worst period, I suffered from an extreme panic attack at least once per month, but thankfully I don't have many anymore. Implementing present state awareness along with the strategies outlined in the rest of part 1 has caused a dramatic reduction in my overall anxiety levels as well as the number of panic attacks I suffer. Handling Panic Attacks The first solution is to acknowledge and accept that you're having a panic attack. I know that it may seem counterintuitive to just accept that it's happening but trust me, this is what you need to do. A lot of the time, the symptoms of a panic attack increase when you start to become anxious about the fact that you're having the attack. Once the attack begins, it is happening and nothing will stop it. You just have to wait for the storm to pass. When I realize I'm about to have a panic attack, I take the following actions. Firstly, I stop what I'm doing and excuse myself wherever possible. I'll then say to myself, I know what these symptoms mean. I'm having a panic attack. I've had them before, and although they are not pleasant, I survived. In a short time, they will pass, just like every other panic attack that I've ever suffered. From there, I'll do some relaxation exercises, including meditation, found in Chapter 1.9, 10 relaxation breaths, found in Chapter 1.2, as well as attempt to become present state aware. Become present state aware. The goal of present state awareness is to focus your attention on the senses. What you can see, hear, taste, touch and smell. By focusing on your senses, you are directing your attention out of your head and into the present moment. You are grounding yourself in what is happening now, not what was happening or what you think may happen. Take action. Take five slow and deep breaths, in through the nose and out through the mouth. Don't force this breathing pattern, it should feel comfortable and not strained. Continue breathing this way with five breaths for each sense. Focus your attention onto what you can feel. What does the ground feel like? Can you feel the wind? Is there any pressure, tension or sensations coming from inside your body? What do your clothes feel like? Are you hungry? Do you feel hot or cold? Have you felt anything new? Move your attention onto what you can see. Notice the colours, lines, shapes, textures. Notice the play of light and the casting of shadows. Have you seen anything new? Move your attention onto what you can hear. What sounds are coming to your ears? Are they natural or man-made? Can you hear music or conversation? What is the pitch and tone? Is it loud or quiet? Have you heard anything new? Move your attention onto what you can smell. Focus on the air coming into your nose. Are there any smells you instantly recognize? Are there some that you can't place? Is it an undertone of a particular smell? Have you smelt anything new? Move your attention onto what you can taste. Focus on your mouth and tongue. Are there any residual tastes in your mouth? Perhaps you can still taste some of the stronger flavors from your last meal or perhaps some toothpaste? Have you tasted anything new? Cycle through the senses in this way three times before stopping with five breaths per sense. Present state awareness gets you out of your head and into the present moment. It's one of the quickest and easiest methods of becoming mindful. I like to use present state awareness throughout the day as a way to ground myself. I use the sensations coming from my feet, touching the ground as a point of focus. I don't always go through the whole process described above. Rather, I'll just quickly acknowledge what I can feel from my feet in that instant. Just a quick acknowledgement and I move on. These quick breaks basically keep the mental afflictions at bay. So, just a side note, I use the term mental affliction throughout this book. It refers to a negative mental state. This could be a general life stressor, a worry, a mood, or bad feelings. It can also include one or more of the symptoms of a mental illness, for example, an aspect of anxiety, depression, PTSD, etc. But it isn't confined to that. So if you hear me use the word mental affliction for, for the remainder of the book, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, back to the book. If an anxious thought pops in, I think to myself, what can I feel? A feeling of regret arises. What can I see? If I find myself ruminating over a conversation, What can I hear? I notice a shortness of breath. What can I smell? I notice some tension in my muscles. What can I taste? Frequently asked questions. How slow should I breathe? There's no perfect rhythm or an amount of seconds required to hold and release the breath. Just aim for slightly slower and deeper than your normal breath, and you'll be on track. Don't get too caught up with how slow to breathe. Just a little bit slower than usual and just keep going. Do I have to cycle through each sense or can I focus on just one or two? Either option's fine, provided you stay focused on the sensations coming in for the duration of the activity. If I only focus on one sense, I find that I lose focus and eventually slip away from the sense and back into thoughts and ruminations. By switching, I'm able to better focus on the physical sensations that my body is picking up. But everyone's different. So experiment with the activity and choose the combination that best works for you. What if I can't come down enough to focus on my senses at all? If you are having a strong panic attack, then the first thing you need to do is acknowledge and accept that it's happening and calmly take action. I find that by adding my voice to the observation of my senses, I'm able to add further weight to the grounding effects of the activity. For example, I'll state out loud, I can feel the carpet under my feet. It is soft, it is fluffy, it is coarse, etc. You could also try altering which senses you are focusing on and for how long. You may find that during a panic attack, you need to cycle through the senses very slowly, or perhaps extremely quickly, to be effective. As always, speaking to a professional therapist is highly recommended if you are struggling. Summary By focusing on your senses, you get out of your head and into the present moment. What can you see, hear, taste, touch, and smell right now? Focus on that. I hope you enjoyed that chapter. If you'd like to own a copy of How to Get Your Shit Together, it's out now as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook. I'll check the links in the show notes below where you can grab yourself a copy. Like I said, I'm going to release my entire book for free over time. The reason I do this is because I know that some people struggle financially and any outlay would cripple them financially. When I moved out of home at 15, this was the case and I don't want to basically put a paywall behind information, advice and ideas that could be very helpful. That being said, if you like what I'm doing here, if you like the podcast and you want to support it, purchasing a copy of How to Get Shit Together is an amazing way to do it. And if you do purchase a copy, I would love it if you could give it a review wherever you're purchasing it, because that really helps to raise awareness and all that sort of stuff. If you'd like to receive emails direct to your inbox, letting you know when the next chapters are out, I'll put a link down below to a email sign-up. And when you sign up to that email, I'll also send you the first chapter, the principles of How to Get Shit Together as a free PDF download, and this is basically the crux of the book. Those principles basically cover what the rest of the book will cover, and sort of gives you the overall context and conceptual understanding of what I'm trying to go for. Basically, if you follow those principles, you don't need to read the rest of the book, but the rest of the book is there to give you worked out, thorough, practical advice on how to implement those principles. So, chuck your email address in, get the PDF sent to you, and yeah, enjoy. Couple of brief mentions, as always, if you can, I would love you to support me on Patreon. It's basically a way to support content creators that are putting stuff out there for free like I am. All I'm asking for is $1 per month. $1 per month on your end is, for a lot of you I hope, basically unnoticeable, but on my end, collectively, it makes a massive difference. And for everyone that does support me on Patreon for $1 a month or more, I'll write a blog, shoot a video, or record a podcast answering one of your questions. So if you're interested in that interested in giving me a little bit back as a small way of saying thanks I would much appreciate it. Basically I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing here for free because I'm passionate about it but the the more support I get from you guys the more time I'll be able to dedicate to this work. You know because I still have to, you know, pay the rent, pay for the food bills, etc. So if you'd like to support me, please Purchase a copy of How to Get Your Shit Together, support me on Patreon. Or and if you can't afford any of that, or you're not you don't want to, that's completely fine. Just maybe tell someone about this podcast. Share it with them, link it to them, talk about it on your podcast, talk about it on your blog, etc. If you're a reader and if you want to read a copy of the book, but you want to sort of get a copy for free, go to your local library and basically pull up the information of this book and say, hey, can you purchase this book so I can read it? Libraries have a amount of money that they basically use to purchase books. So if you want to, as a way of supporting me, you could tell your local library, give them the information of how to get shit together, and say, hey, get this book. I want to read it. That'll help me. That'll help you. It'll help everyone. Thanks for listening. And like I said, stay tuned, because over time, the rest of the book is going to come out, along with the rest of the chapters from my previous books, which now that I've gotten through, finally gotten through writing this behemoth of a book, I'll be able to sort of get back to releasing those chapters and writing more fiction and writing more blogs and all that sort of stuff. So once again, thanks for listening. Have a good one.